the Kitchen Couch Podcast. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if my mind's playing tricks on me or not. But welcome to the Kitchen Couch Podcast with me, Nathan Nice, a.k.a. D-Light Skin Bourdain, a.k.a. The Black Hunter S. Thompson, giving you the three seeds that you need, that's culture, comedy, and cuisine. And let's not forget cannabis, because you know I be smoking. All right, you heard me, Kitchen Couch Podcast. Hey, hey, what the fuck's good? Hey, what's good? It's Nathan Nice in the fucking kitchen couch, bitch. We just bumping some Meg. About to start uh, tapping in with Rico Rico in a second. Nigga from the A-Town, you feel me? Artist, cartoonist, illustrator, graphic designer is what we call him now. Pussy the kitchen. He know it's very expensive to dig hey. Yeah, shout out to my dipset niggas. Cameron. Killer Cam, Jewels, Jim Jones, Capo, saying hell rel, freaky, freaky Ziki. Know the vibes. Stay inside. To my nigga Sugar Free. OBS is gonna give me a nicer, smoother, cleaner video so y'all don't hear hear all the cutouts and shit. Hear me? I'm coming out from Of my prime so fly, so why? And let me take a good picture of this picture and you can see. I see some water down, free some hugs, my pimple shit. Hey, brother, yeah, yeah. 
Hey, shout out to MCE. Shout out to Mark Wojak. Shout out to my nigga Wish Baby. Super Street Spud Crips. I'm a West Coast mag. Luigi's puts on feet. Gives me play a ham and DJ Quick. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. Don't no suckers live here. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. Don't no suckers live here. Hey, hey. Don't no suckers live here. Hey, maybe I'll maybe I'll just call you on the regular phone. Alright, so got some technical difficulties. Oh shit. What's Yo. good what's good, G? What's good? How you doing, bro? Yeah, no, it's it's acting a hoe, but usually the audio just sounds so much better, especially for like um, call recording. It just sounds hella good, but it's all good. I'm used to doing it this way too, so. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. I ain't, man, I ain't used Skype since like 2010. Right, right. You know what? It, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I literally just started fucking with it again like two weeks ago. It's like who, who the fuck uses Microsoft for anything other than desktops anymore too. It's just like oh man, everybody got a, everybody got an Apple I now. Know, I didn't even know Microsoft uh, bought them. Oh yeah, <laughs> hell a long ago. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm so damn illiterate to shit. So bad. I'm, uh, I'm not tech savvy at all. Right. As much as people think I am, it's fucking hilarious. Thank you. Yeah, no, so, hey, who am, I, who am I speaking with right now, brother? Oh, it's your boy, Frico, man. Frico, Rico. Rico, Rico, man. I've been trying Good, to get... Man. Hey, man, I appreciate you tapping in with me, bro, because I've been trying to get you on for a little bit, but I know we've been, you know what I'm saying, shucking and jiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot, man. My bad, dude, because I'll be, be forgetting shit, dude. I'm horrible. Right. No, it's all good. You know what? You know what? Because I feel like, you know what? God, like, honestly, God, like, puts us in the place that we need to be at the right time. So it's just like when it happens, yeah. it happens type of shit. Because, like, I want somebody that wants to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? When they when they actually have the time and shit instead of trying to rush and get uh -huh. something. You know what I mean? Just like a, I just tapped in with Mitchie Slick, and I've been uh, reaching out to him for hella long, and like, just being like a fucking a nigga nerd out here in Seattle, and to be able to reach in with an OG like yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? It really was just like, okay, you know what I mean? I'm doing something right, like I'm going the right direction in this shit. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so anyway, so you, look. You, you in Seattle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle, born and raised, yeah, baby. I just, I just, I just did a podcast. Uh, well, just I was just doing an interview with somebody that's in Oregon. Oh like shit! Same time zone. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. And I got I got you and the dude mixed up because y'all hit me up around the same time. Well, you hit me back, but this dude it just hit me up, and then I was like, and yeah. But anyways, that's just crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Shout out to Portland. Shit. Portland goes yeah. down. That's where you're at. Portland goes yeah. down in the town because like all the people from Seattle, honestly. Like, you know how every, like, like, all the niggas from Alabama, Louisiana, they'll come to the A to come kick it, basically. That's, like, like, whereas, like, L.A. goes to Vegas, and we, we go to Portland, we go to Portland to, like, go kick it yeah, and go. I heard, I heard, I heard a big-time connection. Yeah, big-time connection, especially, yeah. like. You said, you said Louisiana and Alabama. <laughs> Cause, cause I mean, I, I mean, they go to New Orleans. And I guess New Orleans would be another one. But like those, no, we don't, we don't do that. We, we don't really go to New Orleans like that. We go to Miami. Oh, you guys go to Miami? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't. 
a weird, a weird kind of situation. We don't really go down there like that unless it's for Mardi Gras. Or we Essence. Down there, we down there for all of like two to three days, and we get the get the fuck out. But we'll go to Miami for a month. <laughs> Go fuck yeah. off in Miami for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, like, I lived in Miami for, like, six months in 2013. Damn. And so, like, yeah, I was down there for six months. Just, yeah, bu- so. just bumming around, just cooling, kicking it, you know what I mean? Well, I was working, but I was a bum. I, d- I definitely was, a bu- was bumming around, and I was working, but I was, I was definitely bumming. Right. I was homeless for, like, a, like an eight-day period. I remember I was just, I was young. Damn. I was a young, wild man. But it's probably yeah. it's probably a little bit easier to be homeless down there than it is up here because down there it's sunny and they got fruits on trees yeah, and shit. When it, when it rains, man, it pours down there, boy. It's a thunderstorm rolling there, boy. Ooh. It ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like I got man, I got rained on so bad, and I was on my bike, and I got rained on coming from coming from the beach to. To inland, and I was like stuck on this um shit called the Venetian Causeway, and like you can't stop, like you ain't no shelter. And man, I was soaked. And then the rain is different, like the rainwater got salt in it. Oh, you know what I mean? It's pulling from the ocean. Ugh. Yeah, so yeah, so I was just completely salted out. You know what I'm saying? Pipe was all messed up. It was crazy. But yeah, man. Yeah, that's. It. Hey, we went on a tangent, but it's whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, shot. I've never been to Seattle. I never even been to the Northwest, and I always wanted to go. Bro, I got you a homie that's uh, from Seattle. Bro, if you I got a bunch of homies from Seattle. If you if you smoke trees, if you like getting trippy, if you like nature, if you like um, good food, but like like more like bougie food, you'll like it up here. Yeah. Like we don't we don't really got we don't we don't really got like barbecue like that up here. Like there, there's a handful of spots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. There's a handful of spots that that our nigga own. You feel me? That I fuck with. Well, I, I'm a vegan. I'm a vegan, so I don't even eat the shit anyway. But when I did fuck with, it, there was a couple nigga spots that I fucked with. But at the, it's probably like six of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It's like their their take their take on a uh, on the fried our take on a fried chicken is like a like a truffle fried fried chicken with like a fucking. Uh. Savory uh, waffle or some bullshit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. See, yeah. <laughs> see, I, I, I'm a chef. Yeah, see, I'm a. Know, sh- I've, been, I've been told that. I've been told that. But no, I get down with all the food, man. And I, I'm not really a. I'm not really a big smoker like that, but I will smoke. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, if I go somewhere, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the full experience. I'm just not gonna do any like cocaine or nothing like that. Right, right, right. Or nothing like that. But right. I'll, I'll, I'll drink it all and I'll smoke it up and get high as shit and pass out somewhere after I eat. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, That's part yeah, of it. Uh, well, well, that yeah. I I would say that, and I would say also like maybe um probably like like going to like hemp fest or going to like uh-huh. something going and like like a picnic is like a the thing in Washington. Like, that's the thing to do, is, like, go on a picnic. And, like, it sounds hella whack, but, like, you just bring hella weed, hella drink, feel me? And, like, you feel me? You bring your homies and you bring some music. It just be start getting cracking like a barbecue. But it's, like, it's it's a barbecue everywhere else, but it's a picnic up here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's either a barbecue or a cookout. We never say picnic. A picnic. You can never say that shit. Well, it's just, the <laughs> only reason why I would say picnic, it's the same vibe, but... We just got hella trees and shit, you know what I mean? Like, hella, like, woods and yeah. stuff. So it's, like, very woodsy. So it seems more like everybody's bringing their blankets, yeah. laying on the ground and shit. Yeah, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm up here, man. Like, I'm like, like, that shit's long overdue. I don't travel much because it's tough to do that shit for me and what I do. When you got but, kids, right? Um, yeah, I got kids. Even before I had kids, like, we couldn't... Like, me and my wife, we're, we really wasn't going, like, we wasn't traveling like that just because we, like, artists, it's, it's kind of hard for artists to travel when they're in the middle of working on shit all the time. So it's like, and if we do want to travel, we're not trying to just go for two days. We're trying to go and, like, you know what I'm saying, survey the culture and land and, like, see some things and then come home. Right. So right. Like, we, like, the only thing we did was go to Miami or, or to Seattle. My family's from 
Oh shit! Okay, like, shout out to Memphis. I ain't yeah. never been there. I want to go. Every time I talk to somebody that's from Memphis, I'm like, yeah, I want to go. Da da da. And they're like, it's hella ghetto. Like just be like, it's kind of dangerous. I'm like, oh it- yeah, it's, it's rough. It's real rough. But I mean, like, what if you have good vibes though? What if you have good vibes and you just like no, like you got nah, got your head on swivel. It's a dark city. You could you could do that here. You know what I'm saying? Like Atlanta, if you if you're a nice person that you might have been in Atlanta, you be good. But in Memphis, it's just danger around the corner. Okay. <laughs> Everywhere, you can, it don't matter where you at. <laughs> okay. How it is there. Okay. Yeah. Like like here 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 in Atlanta, so we so proud of the city and like everybody makes money here. Like everybody's like a really really big time. Everybody's a hustler. Right. I, I can speak for like real Atlanta people. You know what I Blood and Crip, more blood and Crip, more blood Crip folk, all that stuff in Memphis. I know for sure there's more GDs in Memphis, gangster cyphers and shit. Right. And a lot of Crips and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I ain't scared of nobody. Right. I go, I got family there and stuff. Right, right. I just tell people like just tread lightly when you go and shit, and don't try to buy weed. I always tell people if they come here, man, do not try to just go out and find somebody somebody who sells weed. If you're gonna get hit. You talking about in Atlanta? Yeah, in Atlanta? In Atlanta, yeah, yeah. Cause I had a homie, I had, a, I had some homies come from Detroit, and uh, and uh, they got sold some, they got sold some basil or something like that. It wasn't even weed. Wow. Like it, was, it was just like a, it was like a little bit of weed and mostly like basil or something like that, like some dried herb. Damn. Thing, it was yeah, probably it was probably and they took their money and took off. It's probably one of those things where it's like real quick too. So it was like it wasn't like they just straight yeah, up bopped them. Yeah, you can smell it out of town. Yeah, you can smell somebody that's from out of town. That night, cause they, they go to certain places. You know, cause a lot of people you come to the city and you, you watch videos and you watch the even the TV show and like you watch the you watch everything and you think, oh, I want to go to Magic City. I want to go here. And it's like, then you run out of things to do, and then that's when you got to hit a local up to really get the scoop on shit. Right. I feel like that. That's like in every city. Right. But Atlanta, I feel like people just, people always just come here and they're like just trying to figure shit out off of what they've seen instead of just like kicking it with some real locals. Right, tapping in. On different sides of the city, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like New York. Like, we actually, like, a, like I'm from the east side, but I live in southwest Atlanta now. And it's like, I know in New York, people don't. Yeah, yeah. You so uh, I've actually had the pleasure of going to the Bronx, and I've I had some people up there, and uh, yeah, it's definitely no joke. But um, it, but I feel like New York is one of those places where like it also like, I mean, you could look like a mark anywhere, but like if you just don't look like a mark, and you're not, you just got your head on swivel, and you just mind your fucking business, doing like going somewhere, you're not wandering, yeah. you'd be pretty all right, yeah. like. Gen- oh, people, yeah. people in New York, people in New York are nice. Yeah, now, yeah, I haven't been there before. Yeah. Like I've been there a couple years ago, but I was gonna say, um, yeah. also, just like, I mean, I don't know. Like I totally, I totally feel what you mean to, you know, just having that vibe. I actually went to Atlanta when I was a kid, but we did all the touristy yeah. shit. And my shout out to my sister, she actually graduated from uh, Payne College in Augusta, so we went to Augusta. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. yeah. Uh, shout out to them. They really need some funding right now, but uh, they went. They fucking. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I know people who went to Payne. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I knew. I knew people because it's a black school and like went to all black high school. So when I graduated, it was like shit. Maybe four or five people went down there to Payne in 2007. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so that. They went play football down there. They played football from Payne. Damn, I didn't even know. Was it like a two A or one A team or something? Uh, 
Division Two. Okay, yeah. I think, it's the, I think they were Division Two or maybe Division Three. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. Yeah, I think he just walked on. Yeah, yeah. And shout and shout out to uh, I don't know if you listen to a lot of podcasts, but uh, No Nonsense Podcast out of uh, the A. Uh, one brother originally from the A. One brother originally from Cali who moved to the A. One oh. nigga originally kind of like halfway from the SIP, halfway from the A. So they basically. Yeah, I heard them. I never listened to it though. Yeah, no, I fuck with them deep. Yeah. Like I've been fucking with them for years now up here. So. When I yeah. I got some people yeah. like you said I got some people to tap in with when I go to the A, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody's so friendly here too. So it's like, man, it's, it's so it's so many so many people here. So it's like you you gonna make friends with a lot of people while you're here. If you say, especially if you're here for like if you're here for a week or two, man, you, you'll meet a lot of people and it's easy here. Like it's just a city of just like it's like a it's like how DC was in the seventies. Like it's just a just the uh, chocolate city now, and everybody's real, everybody's real chill now. Mm, mm. See, yeah, I, it's, not, I, it's not like me mugging. Yeah, everybody kind of like speaks to each other now. So, That's from what I see, man. Right. So I see like the unity's here, but like the, like amongst black folks, like the, the unity is real here. It's, it's big here now, especially especially with all this shit going on right now. So it's like people, I've been noticing that. That's what the fuck I'm talking about, bro. Because. And like and bo- and before I go before I like we go into the art side, I just was gonna say like so like up here, it it like okay obviously there's not a lot of black people right, and so, but everybody has a mug on their face and it, basically people are only nice three months out of the year here, cause it's like the yeah. whole time is so like rainy and gray and shit all the time so everybody's. We're already quarantining and already chilling. We, like that, yeah, that that's like yeah. the Seattle shit, right? And like yeah. everybody can be mad passive aggressive. Like everybody knows Seattle for being passive aggressive. And like I love my city, don't get me wrong, but like I talk hella shit about it just because it's so pretentious <laughs> sometimes, bro. Everything's got to be pretentious. Yeah. And like, like for instance, I feel like maybe in the, I, like okay, I live a little bit outside of Seattle. And like you could wake up and wear some like some uh like some uh pajamas to the store and nobody's gonna look at you sideways. If you're in Seattle, oh my god, people are looking at you like you're fucking crazy. <laughs> if you wear yeah, you sweats like, do, you, do you know uh do you know the comedian Jack Knight? Nuh uh, nuh uh. Yeah, black dude, man, he's fucking ridiculous. You've heard of Zach Fox, right? I think so. Another... I think so. Yeah, he's a comedian. Yeah, they're friends, man. I met I met Jack through Zach Zach Fox. I thought the both of them they're crazy comedians. And um and, and, and Jack is like one of the first well I went to college with people from Seattle and shit, but like he's like one of the first like you know, like minded like me. He, he kinda just says what he wants. And he you sound just like him, man, 'cause he was he was talking about how like how how wild Atlanta is compared to Seattle. He's like Seattle's kind of conservative on things. Like, yeah, you no, know, we we can't we can't get away with, with wearing the shit that y'all wear here. Or just nope, like, we're just Mm-mm. doing the shit that y'all do. Yeah, and I was like, wow, he's like somebody always has something to say about it, and that's what that shit was just reminding me of. Yeah, he, he he's always about to. He's like, he's kind of always like looking over his shoulder and somebody's like, watching him. It, it's weird. So I'm like, like, nah, you do what you, like Seattle, Seattle, you do what the fuck you want, man. Like outside of Seattle's, where all the real people from seattle live now because all the gentrification and and don't get it twisted like seattle has its hood parts but for the most part now it's pretty nice but like it it also we also have some of like the highest serial killers here too so it's like yeah yeah so it's like it's it's got this whole like undertone where it's kind of like you don't know what somebody had for breakfast this morning kind of thing. Like, like everybody seems like kind of like just, eh, meh, you know, don't fuck with me. Don't talk to me. And it's just like once in a while you hit, <laughs> once in a while you hit some cool people and stuff, but like, don't yeah. get it twisted outside of Seattle, like really outside, even the edges of Seattle are the, where the hood is basically the downtown is just kind of yeah. like downtown's pretty sketchy, but. So man, like really, really though, I really one of the reasons why I wanted to contact you is I, I don't even know how I found your page, but like probably because I follow some real cool ass people and they probably like you know shared something and I you know I'm always looking at people's stuff. I love art, 
And I just like, yeah. man, I was really like loving your art and like loving the way you just kind of like gamed it in. Like you're just like, oh yeah, I do art, but like, nah, I'm about to get hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to be here. You were do showcasing for a bunch of artists. You know, I just want like, yeah. like how did you get into art and stuff like that? How did you, you know, how did you envision it? And like, what is your creative process? Yeah. I mean, I've been doing this shit since I was a little kid, man. And my mom just, uh, my mom just nerdy when I was little. I don't remember when I didn't do this. I don't remember when I wasn't, like, every day sitting down, drawing or painting or doing something creative. Like, my mom's not an artist. My, grand, my grandmother was, my grandmother was an illustrator, but she wasn't, like, professional because, I mean, women, Sorry, sorry. Say that again. Your phone kind of. My grandmother, my grandmother was an illustrator. Uh huh. But um, so she saw it early, like before she died when I was really young. But she saw it, she saw it early in me, and she told my mom to like, you know, keep me, uh, keep me doing it. You know, keep me, keep me busy with art and shit. So my mom always did that, man. So kind of owed to her how I grew up, just as an artist. And I had a regular childhood, like anybody else. I played football and basketball and baseball and all that shit. But, like, you know, at the end of the night, I just was always trying to... At the end of the day, I was always trying to draw something. I, I missed out on playing a lot of shit. I was never really, like, into them as much because I was always into just creating my own shit. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, so my mom just kept me doing it, man. And then, like, you know, by the time I got to... By the time I was, like... What's her name? What's her name? Mayor what? Mayor Shirley Franklin. Shirley Franklin. Okay. Shout out to you, Shirley Franklin. Shout out to you. Awesome. It is. It, it's just like growing up here, bro. You don't see that shit. You don't see it. And it's like, yeah, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's exactly what. That's exactly what my homie. That's what Jack was saying, man, about Atlanta. He just was like, he was like, yo, like black excellence is normalized there. Yes. I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a regular thing. So kind of just pushes up. Right. Yeah, man. I just kept going. So when I got to middle school and middle school and high school. I kind of had a slowdown when I got to high school because I was uh, playing football and I got really, I got good at playing football. And it just took up most of my time going to practice and stuff. And then I was uh, chasing girls and shit, just doing teenager shit. And then, like, I didn't realize, like, who I was as an artist compared to, like, you know, I, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't being who I was, uh, who I really wanted to be. Right, right. And of course, I had parents and shit. So, like, I got the name. I got the name Rico Rico. I got the name in, like, entering eighth grade from a football coach because I was, like, super, I used to talk nasty to girls and shit, real, real dirty and shit, didn't give a fuck. I used to listen to Howard Stern Radio and stuff like that. Hey. Like, I used to just be on some wild shit all the time, man. Like, something. You know, I was a little black boy saying, I was a kid, too, so. But I was, I was always a handsome dude, so I always had him. <laughs> hey, what's that? Like, let's this, go. They, yeah, so I, I got that name, and I hated it. I hated it. Everybody used to make fun of me. And then I think one day, man, 
I was like in high school. I had to be like I lost my mind, dude. I had like concussions and shit. And it's just like the theory of like some people, like Antonio Brown, the, re- the receiver. You know, he started acting crazy after he had the big concussion. That shit, that shit, I feel like happened to me too. Cause like I, was, I, I, I got hit. I was hitting people and ain't getting hit so much, man. Like my brain was just doing spins in my head. Mm. So like one day I just lost it, dude. Like, one day it just like I went off the deep end, basically, and, and just ended up just just becoming like who I am now with my art, and like start doing way more art, start like just really started getting into it, man. And um, mm. and um, I, I myself, just like when I was a junior. I had a dilemma because I kind of wanted to play college football and shit because I, I could. I had to, I had to, I had the talent to do it. Well, I had, I really wasn't. I feel like cause I was crazy. I did, I did the dirty work on defense. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I like, I took blocks and shit and made dirty ass. T- I had to make tackles like in the trenches. I was, a, I was a D lineman and a middle linebacker. Oof. I was just, I was just always yep. in the middle of the shit. You right. Know what I mean? Right. Anyways, um. I opted not to do that, man. I opted to, to try to pursue going to art school and shit. And um, got accepted at Savannah College Art Design my junior year. And I didn't want to do that because oh, I went to the tour and I was like, I don't like, I don't like artsy people per se, man. Right. I don't really, right. I, don't really, I hang around them, but I don't like being around them that long. I want to be around some some normal people, some good people. Right. So I got accepted to Howard of the DC and them going up there. They gave me a full ride on the um. They gave me a full ride on a special talent scholarship where um, all I have to do is just keep a 3.0 grade point average and I keep my scholarship. That's what I did, man. I, had a, I was dean's list shit all four years. Damn, let's and go. Let's a, fucking go. Yeah, but then I, I... Huh? I said, let's fucking go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hello? No, oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. All right. <laughs> Hey yo, hey yo, what's good, what's good? It's Nathan Nice, you feel me? And you listen to the Kitchen Couch Podcast, and right now I'm interviewing Frico, Rico, man, from the streets of the A. Feel me? Holla at you. Shout out from the SEA, where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? If you like what you're hearing, go to patreon.com slash thekitchencouch. Feel me? Go ahead and uh, subscribe, donate. Um, peep the website, thekitchencouch.com. Uh, at the kitchen couch on Instagram, at Nathan Nice on uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that. You feel me? Y- you know, what I'm saying we're starting big waves over here, but yeah. Thank you, Freako, for tuning in, for tapping in, and thank you for tuning in. The kitchen couch. We're on the line with Freako Rico right now, straight up out the A. You feel me? Originally from Memphis, you hear me? You know me, I'm Nathan Nice. You feel me? Alright, my bad, bro. Nah, you good. You good, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I ended up dropping out. <laughs> I ended up dropping out my senior year, um, which a lot of people don't know. It's funny because like I, I'm, I'm starting to tell people that shit like in the last like three years. But I've kind of established myself enough to do that shit. Hey, let's go. Yeah, basically, like just I kind of just I ran into an issue where I was gonna have to take literally three classes into a um. An extra semester, basically a fifth year, like everybody else does. Yeah. And I couldn't afford, um, and it was paying for, it's paying for everything, and I had like, they was paying for living, that was my living situation too, and um, I wasn't gonna be getting that scholarship just for that those last little classes, and I was like, man, can I, you know, you know, just grandfathered me, and it was like, nah. So, and I had an opportunity just to walk without those classes if I would have put up some money, but I didn't have the money, and my parents didn't either. Right. And, um, hell, they didn't believe me. I ain't gonna lie. My dad had the money. He just didn't want to, he didn't believe that shit was possible to graduate with, with, um, nine credits left. And I was like, people do that shit all the time. They just pay it off. And, um, yeah, so I bounced, man. I had to come back to Atlanta. Because I would have been homeless up there, and you don't want to be homeless in D.C. <laughs> Crashing on couches and shit. It's not fun in D.C. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I came back home. I just, Fifty Brown running, and like at the time, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't even doing that much artwork because I had, I had like engulfed my whole, I, I had like, I, I had put like every living, breathing moment for some reason into like taking photos and like, and like I, I got, I got back into like riding BMX bikes and shit. So I got like, start working for um, 
started doing designs and shit for companies and stuff. But I really wasn't doing, like, I wasn't doing this, like, my, my full potential because I just, I guess when you get out of school, you don't want to do this shit anymore. Right. I was just partying hard, man. I was just drinking, just creating a story. I ain't gonna lie. That's what I was doing. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It wasn't until I, 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 I basically dropped out and then I didn't even, I didn't even draw or paint nothing for a long time, man. I started working on TV. I got into the TV TV industry when it started booming here, working on reality TV shows and shit. What? Did that shit for like four years. Yeah, I got into that shit and was making good money. Hours and hours. I was always like stuck with people. That's just what I do. I talk, talk shit. <laughs> um, Word, right? Yeah. Idea. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just not fake. I, I'm just right. I was telling people how I was feeling, you know? Right. Um, and what you're not supposed to do, I don't play any politics at all. So it just wasn't good for me to be in that, that, um, that shit. So, yeah, man. And so I, I kind of just was like working odd jobs and working at coffee houses, which I hated, but I love coffee and shit. And hey, just, there we go. Partying. I, to, I was partying, throwing parties, trying to make money that way and shit. So, you know, then I got hit with an opportunity from Atlantic Records. Well, from technically from this A and R from it from who worked with Atlantic, but he was signed or he was like really with um with Shady Aftermath to do this um Eminem was Eminem was um trying to drop a Christmas like album or something like that. It was weird. This is back in like 2014, and um I had been just drawing and shit and started posting all started using Instagram and shit and. Really, I was using Tumblr heavier than Instagram, but Tumblr just was a spot for artists. Yeah, it was lit. Um, you know, Rest yeah, in peace, lit. Tumblr. I had, really, <laughs> I had a really, really big following on Tumblr. Like, I was, I had, like, that Tumblr fame. I, I used to go to Tumblr meetups and shit. <laughs> it was weird. You there know, we you go. Know, you never know who's running Tumblr. Right. But I had, I had, I had, that, I had that kind of Tumblr. That's and, lit. Um, that's was, lit. You said what? I said, that's fucking lit, bro. That's lit. Yeah, so people... Yeah, so by the time I got, I got on Instagram like a whole year late, man. I got on there and started like posting like my photography and shit, just drawings and stuff. And then he, he found me, and I, I did this drawing for Eminem that was supposed to be a cover, but then Eminem it never came out. And I fucking I don't even have that shit anymore. Um, I think I had the original drawing, but yeah. Anyways, after that, the same dude was appointed. Well, right around the same time, Action Bronson was getting um, signed to. Um, he was getting signed to Katie Aftermath and through Atlantic Records, of course. And I had already kind of like been a fan of him and drawing him and shit. Right. Drawing some of the lyrics. And so then the dude, the A&R, just was like, oh, I see you be drawing them. You know, you want to do a cover for him. So, yeah. So that's that's how the actual crazy cover came out in 2015. Huh. And, um, okay. Yeah. And then after that, like a month went by. And then Bronson actually called me and wanted to talk to me about some other stuff he wanted me to do. And then it turned into uh, it turned into me doing like a whole bunch of other shit for him. But yeah, and then after that, like Atlantic just kept kept me on. They kept me working with other artists and stuff. And I was big. Of course, I'm from East Atlanta, so I was like, yo, I'm a big huge Gucci fan, Gucci Man fan. So they was like, you know, I was drawing Gucci Man a lot, man. And somehow his his creative director who pointed to him, hit me up, and had me do a cover for him. What? He got of, I, was, I did the first, yeah, the first cover for him when he got out of prison. What? Like new, uh, yeah, yeah, a song called All My Children. And then we did a music video, too. It was all animated. Uh, it kind of looked shitty, because they have a big, they, they have a good budget. Right. Animation. Well, he just got out of prison. Yeah, so. The nigga just got out of prison, because he's, yeah, he's doing his thing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now, yeah, but back then, it yeah. kind of like, this is like the second single they had dropped after he got out. Oh, and okay. It just wasn't, you know, they were just trying to see if he was going to hit, hit, you know, hit again. Right. And, um, yeah, and the song really wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be a hit. It was just supposed to be like the old to all the young niggas that's out that, that he pretty much said he raised, um, especially in Atlanta. So right. that's what it was. Yeah, so he, you know, hey, it's, hey, I, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but speaking on being real, I know, I know Bronson's a real nigga, but I got low key food beef with him. I got like oh, yeah. on some chef shit. Like I don't know him personally or anything, but like, like yeah. if he if he hears this low key, bro, I've got food beef with you, bro. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's what we'll probably listen to 
Like, you know what? I I, I respect the nigga. I know he's a real ass nigga, and but like yeah. food food wise, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I'm a chef. Yeah. I'm a chef yeah. by I'm a chef by nature. I'm a, I'm a Scorpio, Scorpio. So. Yeah, it's the y'all Scorpios, man. Y'all are, y'all are fucking. Y'all, you guys, you guys got a lot of anger behind y'all sometimes. Y'all get mad, it's over, man. You know what's, know. you know what's funny that it's so that's true. And right now, like I've been learning how to, um, well, the last maybe year or so with therapy and like psychedelics and shit. Yeah. I've been actually trying to like treat my, um, anger. But and so now it's like. Like, it's okay to be angry, but, like, you have to be able to channel it into something that's going to work yeah. for you. And I know that I get a lot of power from anger, so I just got to use it to just, yeah. like, Ugh, go in the studio and do some shit. Because that's when, that's when right. I get a lot of work done is when I get that, like, nah, nigga, you ain't done yet. Like, right, right, right. you know i saying? Like, I don't know. Just that spirit hits me and it's just like, Ugh. like, you know. But, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. Uh, so, so you say oh. you... You used fucking with Gucci Man and shit, and like, so he got out, dropped the sing or dropped the second single. He said that was all right, and then what happened? You said. So, side question, right quick. Well, actually, this is not even a side question. I mean, you're married. So, they always say two artists should never be together. Like, so how does that dynamic work? Like, is she more extroverted? Are you more introverted? Like, how does that even work? Like, like, I'm a Scorpio. I can make anything work. But, so, but I just want to know, like, as a Sagittarius, how do you guys make that work? But she's a Pisces, man. Pisces. Right. That's like... (laughs) Yeah, so it's usually usually somebody's gotta make a big time compromise. Um, and so we, that, I mean, hang on, we've been together for so long, and she grew into an artist. When she met me, I was already who I am, pretty much, man. And so you know, I kind of helped her, helped her with her growth in art. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, yeah, that's just I've always helped her, and I still got her back on everything. And then you know, now, now she's a mother of two, so she's. I literally get real ridiculous when I, when if I don't draw. 
So, so basically, like, you know, because as somebody who's been doing podcasting for a little bit now, um, to ask you this, you're going to do art regardless if you're making money, if you're winning, losing, you're going to be doing that. Oh, yeah, I can't, it's, it's, it's literally what I do, I can't stop. Okay. I will never stop, shit, it's ridiculous. Okay. It's like, um, and I pull a lot of inspiration from a lot of, like, a lot of, illustrators that come before me and like just artists and cartoonists like like I'm a big Art Crumb fan and like I watched his documentary a few um shit maybe like six seven months ago for the first time and he said the same thing just like yo if I don't draw I'm gonna lose it like <laughs> it, mm. it don't have to be for money a lot of shit I do I don't make I per se don't even think about making money out of it and, and then I end up making money from it somehow but I don't really do it for money but the passion came first. The passion is just there, yeah. you know. And so, yeah, but, then, but then I, but then I became at the same time I became a businessman working with you know with the record companies and shit and doing doing artist covers and stuff like that because I'm not gonna I gotta get paid something, you know what I mean? Right, right. So like I can't do anything if you're a fucking if you're a millionaire, you know, rapper or whatever producer, you got the money. I'm gonna take your money. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> I know that's off, right. Just off of some, yeah, so you can, you know, you gotta feed it. I got family now, so I have to make money. You know what I mean? Right, right. But, um, yeah, but my wife gets frustrated sometimes because she doesn't, she doesn't get to do a lot of her own work that much because she's a, you know, right now she's, she's, a, she's, you know, she's engulfed in motherhood, and sometimes dads can get away with doing a little bit, you know, more shit for themselves. But I was like, shout out to all the moms, man. They shout out to the moms. Kind of just give up their lives, man, because. To, No, I feel you though. Yeah. I, I feel you though too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that's kind of how I like, you know, it's the same with like cooking and stuff for me. You know, music is my first love, but then I got, I got into cooking because basically, yeah. you know, my dad wanted me to go. He He's like, man, I don't know, you know, you should go to the Air Force. And he's basically saying the same route as you, you know, but I was a fuck up in school. And I was like a fuck up in school all my life. And then I dropped yeah. out, and then, like, I went to college, and then I couldn't, like, I was homeless while I was going to the college. So, bro, same kind of story, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, and I fucking had to drop out of that college because, you know, you can't fucking do your homework while you're homeless, basically, or sleeping at girls' houses right, and yeah. shit, like, still freaking yeah. off and shit, like you say, freaking off, and, like, just, like, whatever, man. And so, finally, you know, maybe 21, I finally got my first, 22 i finally got my first spot to myself you know what i mean yeah. so then then you know i'm like i'm st i'm like cooking for some of these really exclusive places but like like the 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 the, the restaurant industry bro is shitty i i don't i hate i hate it honestly like people try to act like it's so romantic so awesome <laughs> nah it's yeah, not creative yeah and i mean like i had a good little situation before this quarantine going i was making like sandwiches and soups and shit it was actually stupid easy but like yeah like honestly you know and people are like oh well why don't you open your own restaurant i'm like ah oh, nah that, that that that's the biggest money pit like that's like the fourth yeah. investment you never invest in a restaurant number one like you know what I mean? That's like the fourth or fifth investment. You're like, all right, we could own a bar. You know, it'll make money, whatever. Yeah, if you do, you gotta have you gotta have another thing that you're doing that stands for. Right. I know. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, I got homies. I got homies that own bars and own restaurants and shit. And they tell me, you gotta, have, you gotta have a damn good investor. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, man. Right. Right. Yeah, so, so yeah. Sh shout out to all the cooks out there. And so basically, man, I just basically got into podcasting because. You know, I love to run my mouth, talk politics, talk everything, you know, and I'm, I like, I like, see, but the thing is, I try to keep it real, I try to hear both sides, and I try to, like, like, still put on for my people, too, and not be no fucking Uncle Tom out here, <laughs> you know what I mean, and I, and I, I just started chopping up with OGs and shit, and I'm just like, man, you know, I don't know, you know, what the kind of life you guys are living, you know, you guys are like, 
walking monuments in some in some respects. You know what I'm saying? So I I it's felt like my duty to like preserve these stories and shit. So like that's kind of right, right. and that's why I don't ever like like a lot of podcasts they perpetuate like beef and gossip and shit. I don't do none of that shit. Yeah. Like I'm like nah. Yeah, I just want to hear good, the man. real ass shit. You feel me? Like yeah, that's good. See? Yeah, I, I think that's 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 uh that's honorable man. Well, like some place, like I don't know. It seems like sometimes being salacious really like sells a lot, and like right. it can. It's like super easy to pull people in that way. But it's like, you know, I don't know. First of all, I never want to get caught up in a cross rapper beef on some bullshit. You know, like if I interview yeah, beef yeah, and yeah. artists, I don't. I'm not gonna ask them about their beef. I'm like, why? Why would I do that? Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I want to hear yeah, about people, you. People do that, man. Yeah. It's like, but it, but they, they do it just to get more views and shit because you know they'll put up they'll put up a you know a, a YouTube video with that title on it and even though they talk for two hours about something else. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. They talked talk about some better things. Yeah, that's how they do, man. I already know. Talked about Lil Uzi Vert uh, one time. Say fuck Lil Uzi Vert or something, and then they're just like, oh, you know what I mean that. Lil Yachty says, fuck Lil Uzi Vert. And it's just like, oh my God, come yeah. on. And yeah. I mean, if they want to talk about beef on the podcast, that's fine. But I'm just not going to be like that guy that's just going to, like, I want to hear about the creative shit. I want to hear where you, you know, you fucking had a bunch of bitches in a mansion one time or something. I want to hear about crazy yeah, shit like yeah. that. You know? Yeah, stories are the best, man. <laughs> yeah, stories are the best, man. And, I, and that's what, I mean, I go on this podcast, I got some homies that, I mean, shit, I became homies with them after I did the podcast here in Atlanta, and I had, like, and they're kind of green to a lot of, like, they're kind of green to just, like, I guess just old Atlanta. They never heard the stories I was giving them, man. They, like, they would just keep going the entire time. They'd be going next to Tom and tell stories and shit, and they just, like, you know, because because they know all their viewers, or their listeners, and their viewers, they got it on YouTube, or, um, right right and that's why that's why like um like you know one of my favorite people is a uh, killer mike like i believe a lot yeah, of the that, same ways and i believe a lot of the same things he believes i like uh he's actually one of my dream interviews to get on this podcast i got him on my board oh, yeah? i got him on the board i was like come on killer mike i mean we're the I, can, I can i can connect you with him bro do it. bro yeah this will do it he like he one thing about him man i've known him for a long time now and i met him i mean i'll put it like this you know meeting somebody when you're a kid and meeting them when you're an adult sometimes people are different you know they're, they're nicer when you're a kid right i met him as an eighth grader and then, and then you know meet him again as a 27 year old See, that's dope. You know what I'm so it's like that he's a real, is dope. He's a real guy for just for that. That's what I'm saying. He is. He's one of those like rappers. First of all, his his mic game is just god level MC, easily. Oh yeah. And then yeah. like he's like actually I'm about to go out here and practice what I preach. How many rappers do that? It's ridiculous. Nah, yeah, you're right. It's ridiculous. You're right. He's tight with so many people in the city, man. Like him he, on, he doesn't play as much as he talks about politics and shit. He doesn't do that in Atlanta. Like, he's not, he's not, he's not a, it's just funny, man. He's not that guy in Atlanta right. when it comes to, you know, he'll play the, he play, he, he's for the people of Atlanta. Right. He's for the people, period, man. But, like, he just, it's like when he's here, he's going to talk his shit more than he does on CNN. Even though you see, and then he, and he gives people those flashes when he's on CNN. Oh, like, of Atlanta, he, he represents it well. Right. Well. Right, because no, and the, and see, and that's why, like, I was I was saying also like owning the barber shops and like preserving these stories because he understands as a hip hop artist, as a god level hip hop artist, in my opinion, like, yeah, um, and that's facts. Actually, that's not even my opinion. That's facts, straight up. But like, yeah, that's facts. Um, yeah. like like, part of hip hop is just like it's about recycling. 
Like we recycle old beats, yeah. we recycle old rhymes, and we re- like we were preserving the stories from everybody before us because they took away our our ability to write initially. You know what I'm saying when they came right. over here. So it's like everybody was already writing. We were writing, I'm sure, but then they're like, "No, nah, you can't write." It's like, "Oh shit!" Right, right. Like, you know what I mean? That's why there's only a handful of books from that time. You know what I mean? And those all those yep. books are are yep. fire too. Like I, I would recommend. I don't know if you listen to it, uh, Robert Small. Um, uh, what is the book called? Uh, uh, Get Free or Die. Yeah. That shit is a fire ass book. Basically, dude hijacks the boat, and yeah, is a, is a dope is a dope ass book. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, but these stories, you know, essentially we're preserving them through word of mouth, through you know what I'm saying, wordplay, through art. You know what I mean? I think it's been through art, but I think art, as far as like like the way that you're doing it, sculptures and paintings, I feel like yeah, right now people are realizing that like people of color have been doing art for a long time. That's what I think. It's like oh, an yeah, awakening, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said this in the interview I've done, I did last year, man. You know, I, I mean, I went to Howard University, man. They made sure we always knew that we was a continuum of, of something that, you know, that's, that's going to keep going forever, man. And, and it's like, that's how I always think of it. That, that kind of motivates me. Right, right. Yeah. Hey, um, just a couple more questions for you. What kind of cartoons do you like? Man, it's funny. I don't even watch uh, anything new. Like, right. <laughs> I, I just I just got someone's uh, Disney 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 Plus account. There we go. <laughs> and I just I've been watching I've been watching old Spider Man and X Men shit. But I, I I went through a phase, and I'm still in that phase where I, I don't even watch anything that's. I don't watch any animated shit, man. I ain't gonna lie. It sucks because people, a lot of my followers, all my people, my fans, and people buy my work and stuff, man. They just they so deep on if I watch it, I don't. I'm more of a comic book guy. I have, I have comic books and shit, and I go through independent comic books and Marvel and stuff. I rather, I rather, I rather look at my comics and watch. Watch cartoons. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, That's okay. Okay. What kind of comics though? You said Spider Man, like X Men. But I mean, know. I got. I got So uh, last question, yeah. la- last question I'm gonna ask you. I know I know you got shit to do. I know you want to get back to drawing and shit. And I, I know you don't know me from nobody, but I really appreciate you fa- tapping in with me, bro. I really appreciate that. Low key, like high key, oh, man, high good. key. I, I, dude, appreciate you having me on, man. Talking and shit. But yeah, so so uh, good. Sp- when I go to Atlanta, okay. So like like yeah. it, it it's been primed. Th- this quarantine actually stopped me, but uh. Where am I supposed to eat? And I mind you, I'm a vegan. I heard a slutty, uh, slutty vegan is good. Uh huh. But like, where? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, it's funny because my, my my brother-in-law just dropped off some vegan food um, to us, man. Um, he literally just walked out. Gang, um, gang. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a spot that I go to that we about to eat. It's called Cecilia's Raw Reality. It's like a kale spot. It's all raw, and um. I'm not really big on processed vegan food. I'm, I, I did the vegan True. thing for like True. like a year back in 2014. And I was the most unhealthiest dude, man. It's only because I was just drink. I drank. I was drinking more than I was eating. Like I was drinking beer and liquor like every single day. Cause like I said, I didn't have no job. I just was he, counting, counting them. Uh, I was counting my checks I was getting from the record company and just doing commissions and shit. And I was just. I was just doing a whole bunch of just crazy shit. I had no responsibilities. Just, right. I had no kids yet, you know. Right, right. I, my rent was, my rent was like 
Not by choice. We was barely eating, put it like that. <laughs> you yeah, wasn't like vegan was, by I choice. Was, this is a weird, I had the weirdest body shape. Like, now I'm back, like, I'm back kind of, like, got muscles and shit. But, like, my arms and, like, my fucking, my legs are getting skinny, but I had a big-ass beer gut. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I was, I was, my shoulders was just, everything was going down on me, and the gut was just getting bigger from beer and liquor. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, true, true. are going through that Yeah, man, like, you know, it's just 
definitely want definitely want people to understand that like doing art and shit is not a job. It's like something you got to do. You know what I mean? So if you if you're looking to get inspiration from the interview and shit, just know that like if you you it don't matter if you're making money. It's matter if you're making art. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That shit is the currency because the dollar falling right now anyway. It don't even matter because you keep doing your shit. You know. Let's go. That I see. I love yeah. that. I love that because right now in a time people are just panicking and stuff, and I get why. Yeah. I get why. But like, you know, you just got to keep. You know, this ain't nothing new. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? People before us had to deal with way worse. That's what I. That's where I draw my strength from. So. Oh yeah, man. People had to get drafted to war and shit, man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey man, I appreciate you. I really appreciate you, man, yeah. tapping in with me, bro. We gonna stay, stay, stay tapped in, and yeah, man, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna let you know when I drop this. Yeah, 